Welcome to the Crime Phenomenon and Beyond podcast, and prepare yourselves for the fuckery. <laughs> I love when they... Wow. That nasty bastard. I know. Oh. Yeah. What the fuck? Who got me a nipple belt? It's a good little nugget. Ah! Brown chicken, brown cat. Oh my god. Canadia. <laughs> you got dickheads. What the fuck's a modus operandi? I got nothing. The maze of balls. What I, in the actual fuck? I don't fucking know. Maybe it's cause you're ugly. <laughs> you gonna wake up dead. What 800 <laughs> Filet that dick. The fuck? <laughs> I shit my pants once when I thought I was gonna fart. I fucking hate you. <laughs> and anyway. there's the bullshit. <laughs> and here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Amanda. And today is a Freaky Friday, which I feel like we haven't done a Freaky Friday episode in forever since it what may Santa have been a little while since you know the terrible Santa or murder by Santa or whatever yep, that yep, was really fucking yep. morbid. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Um, yeah, horribly morbid, like Jesus H Christ. Yeah, that I was like, I went into it funny. Then I was like, oh, this ain't funny. This yeah, exactly. This ain't funny at all. I was like, it's depressing oh. as fuck. I was like, shit. He you shot guys a- get depressed around the holidays. Don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, I was like, fuck. I, I might need a drink after this one. So oh, yeah, yeah. But before we get jump into our episode, thank you guys for listening and downloading. Continue to share our podcast with your friends. Uh, join our Facebook group and Instagram. And we um, like to hear from you. Yeah, talk to us. Be our friend. Exactly. We don't have a lot. We like you guys. Yeah. So this Freaky Friday is not like one of, it's more of like a mysterious thing, but there's a lot of like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, So Beth Maniart told us to do this one, which I had seen the documentary and stuff, and it's called uh, there's something wrong with Aunt Diane. That just which, sounds like a comedy to I me. Know, it's not a comedy. Oh, it's God, really it just sounds not. like one. You know, like, everybody's got a crazy aunt, you know? Yeah. It's well, like, what happened with, you know, Aunt Diane? Yeah. And, you know, um, for me, it's like, what happened with my Aunt Tootie? Or what happened with my Aunt Angie? Or my Aunt Lisa? No. They're all crazy. We, I love them. They're great. Yeah, well, this HBO document... Document, documentary. Document. What a document, huh? It's, so it's called, There's Something Wrong With Aunt Diane. It's on, did I say HBO? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is about the 2009, um, Taconic, Taconic, sorry, Taconic. State Parkway Crash, okay? And it was basically, uh, horrible, huh? Taco Nick? I, I don't know. Probably not. I should really learn how to pronounce these words, but I don't. It makes it more fun. Just never know what the fuck's going to say. Taco Nick. Is that what it's called? Is that how it's spelled? Yeah. Nice! Taco Nick. Okay, I'm good. That's it. Anyway, so this happened on July 26th of 2009. It was about 1.30 p.m. that day that happened. And it was... Eight people were killed, okay? Shit. And that's when... The mini man, mini man. Oh my god, what's wrong? Mini man. That's mini man. No, this minivan was. Do you know the gingerbread man <laughs> who lives on Jury Lane, <laughs> who's married to <laughs> Mrs. Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. <laughs> in case you haven't seen, <laughs> in case you haven't seen Shrek, <laughs> who lives on Jury Lane? Yeah. <laughs> Go watch it. You're welcome. So anyway. <laughs> This is serious. Sorry, it's really sad. Not funny. Oh, and scene. And scene. 
So, July 26th of 2009, there was a crash that caused eight people to be killed, and it was because of a minivan that was driven by a woman named Diane Schuler, who was traveling in the wrong direction on the interstate. Fuck. And ended up colliding, like, head-on with an oncoming SUV. And all of the... And once it, like, spun off, it hit another vehicle. So, all of the passengers, or all the people in the minivan were killed, except for one. Well, actually, two, and then one died later on. And then the car it hit, there was three people killed in that. And then the other vehicle it hit, there was just some minor injuries there. But Jesus. the investigation into it is what is, like, the mysterious thing, okay? And it's, like, a huge deal. Like, there was, like nationwide like attention on this okay and not only because it was like the most like deadly crash that happened in like 70 some years there it's just really fucked up okay and basically it was such an ordeal because the toxicology test that was conducted revealed that diane Schuler, the driver of the minivan was heavily intoxicated with both alcohol and marijuana at the time of her crash Shit. but yet every event are the events leading up to it show something else. Like, it's really odd. So, we'll get to it. So, on the day of the incident, okay, it was 9.30 a.m., okay, on Sunday, July 26th. It w- Diane Schuler was 36 years old, okay? And her and her husband had been camping that weekend with, it was um, her two-year-old and her five-year-old. Oh, okay, she had. Hold on, I was going to interrupt you here. Because I, I don't know about you, but every camping trip I've ever been on has both alcohol and weed. However, if you have your children, especially yeah. one of which is probably two, you're probably mixing at least one or both of those. Yeah. I would so, hope. You know. Yeah. Well, so it's her and her husband, okay? And they have their five-year-old son and their two-year-old daughter with them. And then her three nieces that belong to her brother, okay? Wow. They were eight, seven, and five, Okay. So, I mean, they have to be relatively trustworthy to yeah, be I mean, taking care of your nieces. Yeah. So, and we'll get to that about her drinking and stuff. So, her husband, Daniel Schuler left the campground about the same time, you know, but in a separate vehicle. Because he had the pickup truck and the dog with him. So, he went ahead and went. And Diane leaves with the kids, okay? So, they're heading to their home. And that's when Diane stops at a McDonald's restaurant and also at a gas station in Liberty, okay? So, she goes to the gas station, okay? And there's video surveillance that shows, you know, she walks in. You see her looking for something. There's no audio, but it's just, like, black and white video. And she walks in looking for something, talks to the cashier, and then leaves, okay? And didn't get anything. And at the McDonald's restaurant, you know, they order their food, and then she pulls over, and they eat for a little bit, okay? So... It's nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing out of the ordinary, no. And so whenever later we'll, you know, find out that whenever she was in the um, store in the gas station, she had asked for over-the-counter pain medication, like Tylenol or ibuprofen or something. Huh. But they didn't have any, okay? So they said that she was just, like, kind of rubbing her jaw or whatever, but that was it. Never, you know, say anything else. At all. So, after she leaves Liberty, it it was just after 11 a.m., she's traveling along Route 17 slash Interstate 86, okay? And that's, like, the New York Thruway, okay? And that's, like, there was, like, a service area 
there, and she's heading east, okay? So, several witnesses report seeing her red minivan driving aggressively on Route 17. They said they saw her, you know, like, tailgating people, flashing headlights, you know, honking the horn, moving in and out of lanes, you know, straddling two lanes. I mean, I feel like I do that anyway, so it's not aggressive. I mean, me, the honk in the horn, I think, is Yeah, that's kind of Especially an Especially if you're move. riding on their yeah. tail. So, at 11.37, Diane actually calls um, Warren Hans, which is her brother, the father of the girls in the car. And, um, and she tells him that she was delayed by traffic. And, according to a police report, okay, Diane was then seen by witnesses at approximately 11.45 by the side of the road with her hands on her knees as if she was vomiting. Huh. And then she was seen again in the same position same position a short time later. Just a little bit up. Like ahead of where she was. What the fuck? Yeah. And so about 1 p.m., um, there was another call made to her brother from Diane's phone. And during this phone call, it was one of um, his daughters. Oh, God. Talking and said that she told him that Diane was having trouble seeing and speaking clearly. Diane herself then talked to her brother and said that she was disoriented, could not see clearly. Police believed that the car was like stopped, like pulled over on like a pull off area and like nearby, like Tobu's, and said that it was for at least a part of this call. All right. Well, that's when her brother told her just to stay off the road. Don't, you know, get back on the road at all. He's going to come towards her. Right. Okay. Well, on his way toward, like, he finds out where she's at, and on his way, like, to her, he's calling her, and there's no, like, she never answers again or anything. And later on, they'll find that, for some reason, her cell phone was left there on the highway. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, it was just left as she pulled over. So, they don't know exactly her route that she took from, like, the bridge to the, um, you know, that state parkway, the one I can't say, the... Taconic, Taco Nick. Taco Nick. Um, but at 1.33 p.m., two drivers called 911 after noticing her red van um, edging onto the parkway's northbound exit ramp. Oh, God. And at the end of the exit ramp, it has, like, there's an intersection that uh, marks with two signs, you know, obviously, do not enter. And it even said, you know, like, one way only, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the basic signs. Right, well, that, you know, most people see and, yeah, you know. Well, within the next minute, four more 911 calls were placed by motorists who reported that a car was traveling in the wrong direction down the parkway, going approximately 75 to 85 miles an hour. Jesus. So the van traveled south for um, uh, 1.7 miles in the parkway's northbound passing lane before colliding head-on at approximately 135 with a 2004 Chevrolet Trailblazer. Jesus. Which then struck a 2002 Chevrolet Tracker. And at the time of impact, Diane was traveling approximately 85 miles an hour. Diane, her daughter, and two of her nieces died at the scene of the crash. Good God. They, the children appeared to not have been in any type of car seat or anything. What the fuck? Or even, like, no car seats and no seatbelts on. And along with the three men in the Trailblazer, there's an 81-year-old Michael Bastardi. His 49-year-old son, Guy, and their friend, 74-year-old Dan Longo. Oh, my God. And then God. the two occupants of the tracker only suffered from minor injuries. Thank God. What the shit? Like, how What? How are the kids in there with no, no restraints? Like, how? I don't know. Like, Diane's severely injured niece um, and her 5-year-old son, 
Brian were taken to the hospital. Um, Denise died later that day, but then Brian only was the only one to survive and suffered from broken bones and severe head trauma. Mm. So, two men that witnessed the accident um, saw that the van caught on fire. Oh, my God. So, they run down to assist everybody. And after removing Diane from the van, the first thing the two men saw was a large, broken, absolute vodka bottle what by the, the driver's side. Fuck. The men tried to pull the gr- each girl out of the van and noticed that they had no pulse. And they almost didn't get uh, Brian out of the car because he had been, like, wedged up underneath of two of the girls that had already died. Oh, my God. It said that they... It didn't look like they were wearing seatbelts and had been thrown together. Jesus. Yeah. So, when they go to investigate, okay, obviously it drew nationwide attention. I mean, they did not agree with, like, her husband has fought and still is fighting against what all had happened, okay? And so, the investigation of the collision came saying that they concluded that there was caused because of heavily intoxicated, that Diane was heavily intoxicated at the time of the crash. The toxicology report released on August 4th found that Diane had a blood alcohol content level of 0.19%. What the fuck? 0.19. The legal, over the legal limit is 0.08. I was fixing to say, and that's already heavily intoxicated. Yes. Like, if you're at a point, like, isn't that, oh, that's your blood sakes. alcohol level, okay? And there was approximately six grams of alcohol in her stomach that had not been absorbed oh, into her blood yet. Oh, shit. And then the legal, um, oh, well, that was the legal one in, I think it's nationwide. It might not be, but I know in Kentucky it's 0.08. Oh, my God. But the report also said that state. she had high levels of THC, which is an active ingredient in marijuana in her system. And said that with that high of a level that she could have smoked um, the marijuana as recently as 15 minutes before the accident. What the fuck? Yeah. So, Daniel, you know, her husband, ended up getting an attorney and stuff and denied, you know, saying that Diane never did drugs or didn't even drink that weekend, okay, at the campground since there was all kinds of children with her. So, what the fuck happened? Well, well, then he goes back and says, okay... She does drink occasionally, and but never to excess, and only, you know, smokes marijuana every once in a while to help with, like, her um, insomnia. Oh, God. Yeah. And when they asked about, you know, the vodka bottle that was found in the van, he claimed that they always kept an old bottle in the camper and said that um, Diane did all the packing for the camping trip, so she must have moved the bottle into the van. But I don't know. What the fuck? I mean, yeah. it's pretty damning to have undigested alcohol. Yeah. In your, like, did you mistake it for water? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. But, I mean, he admitted that she had drank some that weekend, but she did not drink the night before they left or anything. And obviously was fine that morning. I wonder and, if she was, like, a closet alcoholic. Well, so here's what's weird, okay? The campground co-owner, okay, who was very good friends with Diane and Daniel, saw them at approximately 9 a.m. She was totally fine. Like, that morning, she was fine. She was sober. She, like, didn't even smell like liquor or anything. The gas station employee who Diane had asked for, like, Tylenol or ibuprofen, 
said that, um, and that was at 11 a.m., also said that they knew for a fact that she was not drunk and that she had just came in. Like, when she came in, you know, she was talking normal, didn't smell like liquor, you know, they vodka. looking for something. Yeah. yeah. And she asked, you know, was normal and like, oh, okay, you don't have it. Only thing he saw was that she's, you know, holding her Hold cheek, her right? And thing. even those, um, the employees at McDonald's said she was totally fine. And that not only, like, that they knew that the woman in the van with all the kids got their food and parked to eat. Okay? So, I mean, they're all saying that she was totally fine. What the fuck? Yeah. And, I mean, so they said they carried out, like, extended conversations with this woman. And there was no way that, I mean, with vodka, I feel like it's such a strong, you know, smell. It's not. Not what? It's not a very strong smell. You can hide it pretty easy. Uh, I never could. And I was fucking drinking vodka through high school. Cheap shit. Heaven Hill. Cheap shit, yes. (laughs) But, like, we, uh, I'm not going to name names, but there was a uh, soldier in AIT, and uh, we called it vodka. All right? Because being a soldier in training and having to go through AIT, you have to carry, or at that time, you had to wear a pistol belt with a canteen. Trust me, it's tacky as fuck. But you have to do that. Now, Anybody has, see my canteen? I, yes, and you have to have water in it at all times. And so, yeah, he would he would mix the vodka with water, and he was drunk pretty much the whole time. And nobody, you know, if you didn't know him, you didn't know. See, I always felt like it smelled, it was, like, so prominent, like, I don't yeah, know. I guess it depends on what you're Maybe it's it just with. Heaven Hill vodka that's, <laughs> that, that cheap it. shit. It's like the... Burning like fucking gasoline going down. down. (laughs) Yes. I don't don't know what his uh, what his choice was, but I I know that he was he was drunk a majority of the time, and I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. But then again, I had no idea that my husband was hitting on me when he was hitting on me. So I'm not necessarily the brightest person here. You're just oblivious. I am. Yeah, it happens. So, like I said, you know, through all this. Daniel is denying that his wife ever did drugs, but then he eventually says, okay, she does it only occasionally. She and does a little. She does it a little, just a little bit. Only a little did, okay? <laughs> and so, but one of his sister-in-law, and I don't know if this is like her brother's wife, you know, because it's the mother of kids, said that it wasn't just occasional, that it was like almost on a regular basis that she smoked marijuana. But, so, Daniel was out to prove that, you know, Diane was driving erratically and doing all this because of some type of medical issue, okay? Hmm. Something like a stroke or, you know, because Diane was obese. Um, She suffered from diabetes, and some resources say it was just gestational diabetes, which, if you don't know, that disappears after you get birth, so, yeah. And, but then another one said that, um, Diane actually had an abscess tooth that she had been suffering with and, you know, trying to, like, control the pain of and stuff. So, See, that's kind of what I was thinking about, holding the cheek and then weed and out, but, dude, you gotta be pretty fucking stupid to do all of that with, while driving, with kids in the car, like, does it hurt that bad? Like, dude, you, you pulled over. Yeah, you I mean, could have stayed you pulled, pulled over. over. But yet, so, okay, why was she on the side of the road vomiting? Yeah, that's weird, too. Why was she vomiting? Okay, yeah, if you're in Alcohol. bad pain. Yeah, and so, okay, say that she 
there was some sources that said, okay, she was in so much pain that she was trying to dull the pain and she just drank the alcohol. Right. But that makes you swerve in and out. doesn't make you drive fucking crazy and not see straight and, you know, do all that. I don't know. It almost sounds, to me, it sounds like... If she like, drank it that fast and it hit all at once, you know. True, but, I mean, she would be over, she was over on the side of the road vomiting, so why she would was. alcohol be in her stomach if she's vomiting? I mean, and, like, how would it go in, like, her bloodstream so quick if she vomited? So, that's what I don't get. And, to me, so, they were trying to say, like, okay, maybe there was an embolism, an embolism or something. So, basically, say, like, she threw a clot and it went to her brain or something. Okay, that, I can see that. But, I mean, the autopsy conducted show showed nothing out of the ordinary. The only thing abnormal was the fact that she had high levels of alcohol and THC in her system. And they said that she didn't suffer a stroke, aneurysm, or a heart attack. And see, so my thing is, whenever, since I worked, you know, as a neuro nurse, um, patients who would have an aneurysm rupture, because it is described as the most, like, the worst headache of your life. And it's, like, some people can thrown into, like, seizures. Some can, like, have, like, an aura. Some can, like, lose their sight, their vision. They're, like, oh, you know, shit. common sense, anything. But it doesn't make sense why... Why they she, couldn't find it in the autopsy. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, she, they found nothing in her autopsy. But why was she pulled over? And her brother told her not to do it. And, like, he was on his way. So, why'd she get back on the road? Right. Why? Like, why and why'd she stay? leave her phone? Like, I'm sorry. They were inside it's the car. Weird as shit. Yeah. And they were inside the car when they were talking on the phone. Why'd her phone why was her phone left there? And, it I mean, and she sense. was a... She was a normal mom. She was, like, the perfect PTA mom is how she was described. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that there was, like, no mental health issues, nothing, other than the fact that she had, like, an abscess tooth that had been bothering her. That's so nuts. Yeah. And they talked about, you know, like, that they, if they had taken a hair sample, sample or whatever, they could see, like, basically, like, her drug history. Right. You know, and all that, but they never did. So, like, Daniel Nome literally raised money to... Get her body exhumed to be able to do that. Oh, wow. But, I mean, literally every... Like, they redid her, like, toxicology screen. They redid her autopsy. Redid everything. And they found exactly the same thing that the first one found. Like, Makes no sense. Yeah. There was nothing. And, I mean, he's, like... He has gone... Like, her husband has gone, like, on all these, like, major, like... She talked... Or he talked to Oprah. Talked to Dr. Phil. Has been on, like, CNN Larry King's show. You know, like, did all these interviews saying that he is stated by it that his wife was not drunk that day. Like, that she did not drink all that and do that to those kids on purpose. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, which it, it does. It makes no sense. I mean, I don't get it. And that's what the big mystery is because, like, I don't know. Like, they can't find anything, but yet it doesn't make sense either, you know? No. Like, none of it makes none sense of it at fits. all. Yeah. Like, the only thing that sounds right is, oh, you drank a shitload of alcohol and you smoked weed with all the kids in the car. But one, that doesn't make sense, giving her past, being, like, the perfect PTA-type mom. Yeah. And two, she, was, she wasn't drunk at those, like, witnesses saw her and she wasn't incoherent yeah she wasn't looking like she was using something okay so if she say she was you know hitting the bottle or whatever those kids in the car would have seen and they would have and okay and if she was doing that she wouldn't have wanted to be told on so why like it didn't sound like her niece had to grab her phone and like sneak it and stuff she was like here he wants to talk to you you know yeah it was like saying like it was nothing like you know sketchy like that yeah so i mean i feel like if 
you okay say you drink too much and you're like oh shit i am trashed i need to pull over you wouldn't like get back on the road yeah you wouldn't get back on the road but yet you also would be kind of sketchy to want to talk to your brother so that when he showed up he's gonna be like you've been fucking drinking you know you're gonna be in trouble but yet i mean it doesn't make sense it really doesn't and it it didn't seem like they were all far from home like that far from home either yeah so i don't I don't get it. And I think her brother and sister-in-law, you know, the mother and father of those girls that died, sued them. Sued, you know, her, well, his brother-in-law and sister over that for wrongful death. Because in June of 2010, um, New York State Police actually issued a final report on the accident um, over, because they did like a massive analysis on it. And... They upheld the previous toxicology findings and that she was, you know, under, like, heavy, like, drugs and alcohol and stuff. And they ruled it a homicide. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. And I don't know. It's just, I hate not knowing. I don't like not knowing, okay? I don't either. But... Her brother and sister-in-law actually petition, uh, petitioned for um, New York to, like, get a, like, Child Passenger Protection Act going. I mean, that, that I can understand. But what I don't like, okay, so they did, it's called the um, Child Passenger Protection Act of New York, made by Governor David Patterson, okay? But it only says... It would make it a felony to drive while intoxicated if a passenger under the age of 16 is in the vehicle. Oh, my God. Only. So, 16 to 18? Fuck y'all. Y'all don't matter. Fuck y'all. I'm sorry. Okay. So, is it not already a felony? Or what is it if you get a DUI? Is it just like a misdemeanor? I don't know. I don't either. I don't have any DUIs. I don't know. So, I don't know. I know that if you get too many in the military, they'll kick your ass out. Well deserved. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. I have questions. It I have all the sense. questions. Yeah. And still, you know, um, they are st- like his Daniel is still fighting it. Like wa- watch the documentary, okay? And it, like I said, it's I called There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane and It's not a comedy. It is not a comedy. <laughs> not like I made a thought, but yeah, I I just don't get it. I don't understand. That is fucking nuts. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, like, it did not prepare me for whenever I was doing the research because if you click on certain things, you can, like, it actually shows the crime scene. Not of the children, but it shows Diane's lifeless body, like, outside of the vehicle. Jesus. Yeah. And, I mean, I just don't get what, okay, you get on the wrong side of... Like, on the, you get on an exit ramp, okay? You get, you go up it instead of getting off of it. Then you're driving like a bat out of hell. Yep. You're swerving in and out, okay? For a mile, 1.7 miles, so not even two miles. It's fucking nuts. And then you hit head on. That is scary as shit. And those poor kids. I mean, I don't. I don't get it. About a year after this wreck here, there was a a girl from my hometown that I was close to in junior high that was killed in drunk driving accident. Some dude, drunk as shit, 
hit, crazy thing is he's got multiple DUIs. Got on the exit ramp, going the wrong direction, and killed my friend. And, you know, really fucked up her husband for the rest of his life. And the driver, I don't remember who the driver was, and I think she was okay. The only one killed was Nicole. But it, yeah, it sucked. I mean, it's so crazy. And, I mean, gosh, those, the three men in the truck that she, or the trailblazer that oh, yeah. she hit head on, I mean. Just annihilated them. Yeah, I mean, it It was a dad and a son and their friend. And, I mean, they were older, but still, I mean, that sucks. And yeah, they got family that misses them, you know. That, I mean, I just don't get it. I don't understand why she was pulled over vomiting. Why she was normal at McDonald's, normal at the gas station. Pulled over on the side of the road. Seemed like she's vomiting. Gets back on the road. Seems like she's vomiting at another spot. I mean... She was, like, near, like, one of the times she was pulled over was near a toll booth. Jesus. Like, so, why, I mean, why couldn't you fucking stay there? Yeah, and then she pulls over. Niece calls her brother. Her brother talks to her and then says, stay there. And then not only does she not stay there, she leaves her phone there. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, why? What? I, I don't get it. I how do you want... lose your fucking phone? How do you... How do you... I... Ugh. It doesn't make sense at all. No. Like, there's no rational line of thought Yeah. that goes with that. Yeah, so, and I know that there was a lot of controversy because, you know, obviously her brother and sister-in-law are obviously having a hard time. They, they lost oh, yeah. everything in that. And so, and the family, you know, that lost the ones in the uh, Trailblazer, Every time that Daniel goes on some news channel or whatever and, like, brings this back up, it's literally, they're reliving every bit of yeah, it. Yeah, they are. And, I mean, like I don't... He wants justice, but those families don't exactly have justice. I mean, I'm sorry, but I also very much believe in science, and science don't lie. I mean, there's nothing that could really read at, you know, like, okay, so if you have, like, a, I know that there's, like, a false, you know, positive of some type. Like, if you um, eat a certain type of... What is it? Like food or something. It can show right. up as THC in your urine or whatever. Right. But I think it's poppy seed, right? I think you're right. Yeah. And, but I mean, there's, there's nothing. There's ways to that, figure out what that is. Yeah. And there's no way for you to, um, like the hair test would prove it, you know, whatever. But there was literally alcohol in her stomach. In her stomach. Like there. Not quite digested yet. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't, and I don't like it, but... I don't either. Like, there's there's something we don't know. There's something that somebody knows that they're not letting out. I think the husband knows more than... What if... I wonder if, like, she had, like, a mental health history that he didn't, like, want to, like, shed light on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that whenever in the documentary they did mention something about that, and she had a little postpartum depression at one point, but it was nothing major. And they didn't say if it was, like, her first or last kid or whatever, because her youngest one was two. Yeah. Her daughter was two, and her son was five, so. That's still pretty young. Yeah. I mean, heck, I don't know. It took me a year to really say that I had postpartum depression after having Avery, so I get it, but yet, I don't know. There's signs before they get to that point, I feel Should like. Be. Yeah. And I, I feel like somebody somewhere would have picked up on it. And I just feel like, okay, so say if she was overly depressed, then you would think 
she'd harm herself and not her nieces and her own children. Right. Right. And get trashed like if you're to do it. Depressed like that, you would. You would. You wouldn't be able to handle a weekend getaway like that exactly. with kids. Oh, maybe she could. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody that got offended because that was me, but it was fun. Oh, my God. We're terrible people. What is wrong with us? A lot. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Plus, I mean, you can't really justify that you're not drunk if you have a bottle of liquor in your car. Right. And then undigested shit in your belly. Like, so, I mean, even, okay, say she didn't drink. She some she smoked a doobie. At she one definitely, point. She definitely smoked a doobie. Maybe she was pulled over coughing because she hit it a little too hard. Oh, God. And she wasn't, she wasn't vomiting. She was just really choking on coughing. choking it up. Okay. That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh, God. I don't know, but I. Then washing it down with the vodka, you know. Yeah. No big deal. I mean. You get really the, parched after that. You know? Fuck that McDonald's drink you probably had. I mean. You do. Damn that sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> It is good, that coca, though. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I know this was a short episode, but it is what it is. It so, is. until next time, guys, stay safe out there. Don't get murdered. Don't go drinking and driving. Yeah, please don't. That's just retarded. That's horrible. I shouldn't say that word, but that's stupid. That it's is stupid. stupid if that's what happened, and I don't like not knowing things. I don't like So, I need to know. So, either. if something crazy There's something happens. somebody's sitting on. Out with it. <laughs> out with it now. But, yeah. But anyway, bye guys.